go Anywhere you look, you can find me on the low With my nose in a book Turning through the pages, reading through the script About to hit a million words, yeah it's lit, 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 lit Said it's lit, 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 lit Yeah it's lit, 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 lit Bonjour! Welcome back to another episode of the It's Lip Podcast. Today, we're doing the Fault in Our Stars Deep Dive. I'm Kalea. And I'm Cheyenne, a member of the Shamrock News. I am Mr. Dix. I am the teacher of the Shamrock News and a literacy workshop teacher at Rob Middle School. My name is Gigi, and I'm also in the Shamrock News. All right, so with our deep dive podcast that we are going to be doing, we would like to issue a spoiler alert because we are going to talk about this book in depth and we are going to say everything that's ever happened. So if you've never read The Fault in Our Stars and you would like to, I would recommend playing you something leave. else. Billie Eilish put a new song out today or something like he that. He did? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, no, no, it already came out today. You guys are fakes. Okay, it already came no, out. No, I watched you it come out on Spotify. No, I reloaded my no, Spotify and no, saw it, it came out. I saw it come it's, out. Um, I saw I it come out on my Spotify. Yes. Yeah, it's I wish yeah, it was studio right. recorded. No, it came I know out I had an Instagram account. Oh my goodness. It came out a long time ago. Before she like Yeah, yeah I, I know, wish you were the studio recording. I know, but I can play it on ukulele. I know that. Yes. Anyways, we will come back. And uh if you have not read this book yet and you would like to read it and you would not like to know what happens at the end. I would advise you to turn this off at this point. But if you have read The Fault in Our Stars and you would like to engage in this conversation with us through listening, join. Join us. Bump it loud. Turn it all the way up. All right. <laughs> so, Clay, do you want to hit us with the synopsis of the yes. story? <laughs> Come here. It's on the dock. <laughs> Despite the t- <laughs> Just read the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to read it? Despite the tumor-shrinking medical miracle that has brought her a few years, Hazel has never been anything but terminal. Her final chapter inscribed upon a diagnosis. But when a gorgeous plot twist named Augustus Waters suddenly appears at Cancer Kids Support Group, Hazel's story is about to be completely rewritten. Whoa! So, what are some of the things that we think that, just to touch basis real quick, that we should talk about what happens in The Fault in Our Stars? Augustus dies. Okay. Yeah. Big well, yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Like, when she goes to Amsterdam, I feel like that's a big one. Yeah, so she, her and, she and Augustus meet. They develop a friendship is that we are, are going to label it as at, at first yeah friendship. A f- friendship they bond over two books an imperial affection affliction affliction, affliction. An imperial affliction and then what is it the price of dawn the mayhem of dawn uh huh? the one that augustus tells her to read it's with a uh, major mayhem that from oh, the video game um, I don't remember, but I know, I know what you're talking yes. about. Yeah. So they, they bond over those books, and then eventually we find out that she has already used her wish on Disney World, but the genies <laughs> grant Augustus a wish, and they, they wish to go to Amsterdam and meet the writer of the novel, Peter Van Houten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what happens there, from there? Well, they go there, no. and then... The, well, he's they find fake. out that the 
Arthur. <laughs> the author wasn't the one that invited them in the first place. It was the assistant. And then he gets mad. Yeah. And cool freaks out. But then they go yeah. out on dinner. And that's fun. Yeah. And they get wine. Um, drinking the stars. They're drinking the stars. They drink yeah. some champagne. Champagne. Drink the stars. Mm-hmm. I had a sniff on New Year's. It's not good. They make out in Anne Frank in the Anne Frank house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and happened. Then, I want to talk. Then about everyone that's started clapping. Everyone started clapping. It was cute. And what do we find? We find out in Amsterdam. What's the big like bombshell that Augustus drops on us? <gasps> so he's lit up like a Christmas tree. He's lit up like a Christmas tree. Yes. The cancer is back. He had a PET scan. Yeah. A PET pet. Scan. I learned that okay. from Grey's Anatomy. And what? so then they go back, and then from there, the rest of the book is essentially. Yeah. Uh, Augustus taking a turn for the worst until, as Gigi so eloquently and beautifully and poetically put it earlier, he Gus did. dies. <laughs> so that is that is the, the... But he had a pre-funeral, so it's okay. And he did have a pre-funeral, <laughs> and we're going to talk about that a little bit. We so that, that is essentially how The Fault in Our Stars goes down. Um, so we talked about this. We, a bunch of students and I got together and we talked about how we're going to break this down into different sections. We're going to do behind the scenes backstory. We're going to have a, a lunch break and talk about the characters we'd like to eat lunch with. Uh, OMG, WT heck. WT moments heck. that are like surprising to us. We're going to do our notable quotables and then we're going to talk about uh, text connections or as uh, some other students wanted to call it. It me. It me. They also said uh, hashtag relatable. I don't know which I don't know. one. I like hashtag relatable better. Okay, yeah. well, we're going to make a change. It's not At hashtag me. relatable. So, a couple things behind the scenes backstory. Uh, t- John Green originally wrote this book about one of his friends, uh, oh. es- Esther, Esther Earl. Esther Earl Grace. Esther Earl Grace. Do you know mm. anything about uh, that story? There's a book called A Star. Not A Star is Born. That's not right. Um <laughs> There's another book about her life, and basically, she's the one who dies, not Gus, first of all. And he writes it after her death. And, like, the book about her, it's so sad. And she really liked cats, and I don't know how to say it, but... Wait, did John Green write that book? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to look at. Okay. So, it was based on her life and her struggle with cancer. There's also another thing that I found out on the internet that is awesome, is that he had two very different endings. Um... One of the endings, Peter Van Houten ties one of the characters to the railroad tracks as an exploration of the trolley problem at the end. So basically, the trolley problem is like <laughs> you have to choose between two tragic outcomes. So you try, you tie five people to a train track, and then there's another person tied to a train track, and the train is supposed to run over the five people and kill them. But you can choose to divert the trolley and have it kill the one person which would be less deaths, but then you're responsible for the one death. So Van Houten ties one of the characters to the railroad tracks at the end. I would like to see that. End. That's uh, weird, but like I would... I, I... Very different book in that case. And then there was another one, another ending where... Uh, let's see. Oh, the other ending is they intend to track down and kill a drug dealer, and they intend to die in the process. So the alt- other alternate ending was that... They were just like, hey, we're going to sacrifice ourselves. And they went to go find a drug dealer and try to kill the drug dealer. And they planned on dying in the process. Once again, another. Honestly, those sound better than the way it ended. Really? Yeah. It yeah. does. Okay, go ahead. Because they would have at least like died together, you know? 
And they would have... Because, okay, I feel like somebody dying from cancer is, like, really sad. But if you were to go on, like, an adventure where it was like, I know I'm going to die in this process, but I might as well go and do it. That just, I feel like, seems more meaningful than just, like, having your pre-funeral and then dying. Like, no, like, yeah. I think it's better than that whole plot twist with Peter Van Hoon because I feel like that was kind of messy. I feel like that was him just trying to be like, I wrote a book about cancer that's not about the people having cancer. It's about this author dude. And I did not exactly like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. It's kind of yeah. messy. Yeah, I get that. But I feel like when they attacked on the drug dealer, I feel like that would have been, that would be cool because. What if they killed somebody else in the process though? What a shame. That, okay, that'd be. That'd be, well, yeah, shame, but like, it'd it still was be for like a good an adventure. Good for, okay. So, let's start there. What What do you guys think about the ending? It, it sounds like you guys don't like the ending of the book all that much. It's. I would at least want them to die together instead of Augustus dying and then. Her just. Like, yeah, just being left behind. Yeah. Oh, so you wanted them to die, like yeah, Romeo I and Juliet. Like, yeah, I wanted them to die, not like kill themselves. But I like, wanted Hazel Like. <laughs> Didn't Romeo and Juliet kill themselves? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. yeah like he, they stabbed themselves. Unless yeah. you're talking Oof. about like Romeo and Juliet or the Nomeo and Juliet. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so, so you don't like the fact that Augustus dies. So, what do you think happens? Yeah. I mean, if we're gonna go like the book says, and and the characters live on after the story ends, what do you think happens to Hazel? I mean, how does she spend the rest of her days? I don't know. I feel like it'd just be really sad because you'd be without your person that you like, cared about because they met in this kid cancer group, but then like they went on this big trip and it was Augustus' dying wish to go on it. So I feel like losing that person that spent their dying wish on you, that just like hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is, is she, is there any way that she can come back from that? No, I don't think so. I think he inspired her to live. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like before they met, she was kind of just like, eh. So going off what Gigi said, do you think that there's a chance that she's lying around and all of a sudden she's like, Gus wouldn't want this from me, and then she goes out and does other things? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. He should make a sequel. (laughs) <laughs> the Fault in Our Stars no, he should not. Revenge of the Stars. Please do not. Oh my gosh. Don't inspire The that. falling of the, the stars. Fall, the falling of the stars. <laughs> Turtles All the Way Down was really good, and I'm glad he did not write a sequel and wrote other books instead. So which character would you most like to Phillip. have lunch with? I want to have lunch with Philip. Okay, so like, talk about who Philip is and... He's the oxygen tank. I just feel like <laughs> he would have a really nice... He, he seems like a nice person with a really good personality. Like, he was, he was just there for Hazel, you know? Literally. Like, he helped her physically and mentally. Probably emotionally, too. Like, imagine how many times Hazel's probably ranted to Philip. Think about it. I would want to have a lunch break with Isaac. Because he just, like... Just hit that. And so explain who Isaac is for... Isaac is the... Augustus' friend who went blind. And what is what happens with him? He So he loses... Well, he lost his one eye, but then he goes... Like, he lost his other one. So then he's just, like, completely blind, and then he lost his girlfriend. 
And that was, yeah, it was Pretty mean. devastating. It was mean. They throw some eggs at her car. I like that part. The mom comes out and they said they're going to call the police on the mom. Yeah, but then I guess this was like, yeah, you wouldn't want to do that. And like, I don't remember what it was, but that, that was, that was fun. So I, I like Isaac's character a lot. Interesting. Yeah. I, the last time I saw, I saw the movie, I didn't realize that the guy who played Isaac in The Fault in Our Stars is also the same dude who is the main character in Paper Towns. Yeah, I realized that, that too. That was, that was kind of cool. Gigi, who's your favorite character? Who would you want to have a lunch break? Can I have two? Sure. I want to go to lunch with Gus's parents. Augustus's parents? Okay, they're so sweet. Like, literally, their son has cancer, and they've still got all their cute quotes up around their house. They're such nice people. And, like, they've gone through so much. And, like, they lost their child, and so they need young people. So I'll go have lunch with them. (laughs) This is off topic. But I feel like quotes inspirational quotes aren't really inspirational (laughs) 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 okay i like like the uh, i don't got this me this coloring book you know i like coloring but it was like an inspirational (laughs) quote coloring book and and most of them were like keep going even though like you're having a hard time and i get like that's that's good to think but like coloring that it's not fun. That's just like, you think I'm sad. That was a roller coaster from start <laughs> to finish. It was a roller coaster that only goes up. <gasps> oh my gosh. I wouldn't no. want to be on that roller coaster. Um, Very dangerous. I think for me, I would also, if I had to do it, I would do the GG route and go to. And I think I'd like to probably hang with uh, Hazel's parents on that. Hazel's mom, because she's. Ugh. And I can, I can relate to Hazel's dad because he's a pretty big crier. And I think that I could, I, I would totally be everything that he was in that book if that were my child. And I really just think that Hazel's mom is, is a really awesome character. Yeah. And I think I she's like there really all the time. Strong character. Super strong. She came out of the shower to go get Hazel after she was doing in the movie. She came out of the shower, and she was wrapped in her towel. And Hazel's having this like thing going on, and she's in her towel. This is like major. <laughs> this may seem inappropriate, but I like how she handled um, when Hazel and um, Gus had the do. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, well, I mean, she has cancer. M- might so as well get it done with. Cheyenne, that's not what I mean. Okay, well that's weird. <laughs> that sounded weird. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I, I, I get what you were saying on that. I just think that her to go over to Amsterdam, and I think one of my favorite parts of the book, the one part that gets me like the, the little misty-eyed geyser in my eyes, is when uh, she talks about, Hazel talks about how she heard her mom say, I'm not going to be a mom anymore. And then when it comes back oh. around and, and the mom is like, actually, I know what I'm going to do. And she's like, goes back to school, and she wants to counsel mm-hmm. families who have lost kids. And I, I think that's a really powerful thing when you have something that happens to you and yeah. you're like, well, now I'm going to develop this strong part of me because of this thing that happened to me. And that's, I, she's one of my favorite characters in the whole book. And then help others who've de- like dealt with that or like who haven't dealt with that or who are going through that, but she's already been through it or like had that experience. That's just like, to me, that's like, if I could do anything, that's what I would want to do. I can like, totally understand that. Yeah. And sometimes it's just nice to know that somebody else has gone through mm-hmm. a really crappy situation that you're going through. And it's just like, I'm not the only person who is 
living this or who has lived this. Yeah. Somebody else has lived this and it makes living it not as crappy. Yeah. It's like 2% less crappy and that's, that's nice. 2% goes a long way. So our next topic is OMG WT heck. The moment that surprised us most in the story. And personally, mine was when, you know, like when I, I think it's been a, a while since I read the book, but like when Augustus went to like buy cigarettes and then he ended up throwing up. Mm -hmm. That's when I was like, oh no. <laughs> like, I just didn't expect it to go that far. Like, I know the book has like had many peaks yeah. in the story, but like, I don't know. He, was, he just seemed so broken in that moment. And it's like the fact that Hazel like was there to experience it with him. Like literally, I was so upset. <laughs> yeah, and so I think part of that is, right, he's such a strong character throughout yeah. the whole time. And you see that. I don't remember how much, was that, that was pretty true in like the movie and the book, right? Like those things were pretty much the same the way that they went out. Um, when you were reading it, is that when you realized when did when did you who did you think was going to die in like first? oh hazel you thought yeah hazel. i literally thought that hazel was gonna die when did you when did you go oh i think gus might be the one who yeah goes that moment that's that moment. why it surprised me so much because i was like oh wow he's gonna be the one that's gonna like kick the bucket like, yeah yeah what about you cheyenne what's yours it's the most surprising moment it's a happy moment so it's when he was like they're having the picnic or whatever and then he was like um, he was like, we're gonna go to Amsterdam. Or like, they were talking about their dying wish and then he like went up and he surprised her and he was like, we're going to Amsterdam, like pack your bags. It was just like, so like, just extraordinary because going through cancer and then having this, like having someone spend their dying wish on going on a trip that you've been dreaming about, that's just like extraordinary. Yeah. Gigi, what about you? What was your most surprising moment? Um, this is not like most surprising moment because I don't think I have one. But what's your most moment? Most, most moment. moment. Most <laughs> momentist moment. <laughs> momentist moment. But like what I predicted, sort of going off what Kalea said, I thought Hazel was gonna die, and then she was. They were gonna have some like organ switchy thing going on. <laughs> I thought she was gonna be the one to save Gus. Oh! Or I thought that one of them was going to get in, in a car crash because I read My Sister's Keeper by Jodie Picoult and literally... Can I spoiler? No. You're not going to read yes, it. Yes, I am. You don't know that. It's Dang cool. It. Okay, I now you're going to be surprised. What do you mean I ruined it? You were going to spoil a book that I wanted to read? So wait, you thought, know it you thought someone was going to get in a car accident and then... Like a car organ? accident, but not... No, I didn't... The organ part wasn't part of that. I thought someone was going to die in a different way than cancer. Like, okay. I thought one of the two was getting like a plane crash or something. They were going to die from something other than cancer. Because it happened in another book after that. And then I was like, there you go. That's what he should have done. That, oh, so you thought that's what he should have done? Yeah. Why do you say that? I thought it was cool. Like, not that it was cool. It would be cool. But I think it's different, sort of. But it's more surprising than a lot of the stuff in the book. And you didn't find, you didn't find the book to be surprising? No. I thought it was more, like, well-written and pretty, but it was also kind of slow to me. Okay. I would say that my most surprising moment, I think, was when he has the quote that you guys talked about earlier that where he says he lit up like a Christmas tree. That was the part where I was like, oh, I think Gus might be the one 
who goes out on this one first. And that that was where, because I thought it was all leading up to Hazel. I thought for sure that something was going to happen in Amsterdam. And yeah. that something was going to, like, be bad over there. And then it didn't. And that was, it was the complete opposite. And all of a sudden you saw Hazel, who I thought was, I guess, physically the weaker one throughout the whole mm -hmm. book was the iller the sicker one and then all of a sudden she comes and flips around and she has to be the more physically yeah. strong one as gus gets started pushed in uh wheelchairs and stuff like that and that that was the part that really surprised me the most i feel like when that happened i was kind of like well maybe because he said this they're gonna go on some other adventure because i don't know i just feel like with books that i've read like when something bad happens, they go on an adventure. Like, that's how it works. But then they didn't. And then I was kind of like, well. What if him dying was the adventure? Maybe. I mean, it could be. But. It's not a very nice adventure. <laughs> yeah. What well, if he comes back as ghost? <laughs> Giddily ghost. Next, we have notable quotables, where we find our favorite quote from the text and have a discussion about them. Oof. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Okay. Uh, my favorite quote was... Um, <laughs> it was when they were talking about how hot they were. And it was like... Um, it was just that most really good-looking people are stupid, so I exceed expectations. Right, it's primarily his hotness, I said. It can be sort of blinding, he said. It actually did to our blind friend Isaac. <laughs> Terrible tragedy, that. But can I help my own dead, <laughs> deadly beauty? You cannot. It is my burden, this beautiful face. Not to mention your body. Seriously, don't even get me started on my hot pot. You <laughs> don't want to see me naked. <laughs> me naked. Actually took Hazel Grace's breath away, he said, nodding to me. Cheyenne's quote. <laughs> Do you want to explain? Uh, Without getting too vulgar? I don't know what, like, when that was. But just the last part, <laughs> when they were, when he was like, it actually took Hazel Grace's breath away. And it was like, <laughs> talking about her oxygen tank. <laughs> and it's just, <laughs> it's just, because you don't see Augustus as, like, the type of person who'd be like, yeah, if a rock, you know what, bullied. Like, that, and then he, like, does that in, like, a joking way. And then talking about how it took Hazel Grace's breath away and she has an oxygen tank. <laughs> Just, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Hilarious. All right, Cleo, what's yours? Well, wow, mine has, like, my quotes have been kind of sad. Well, mine is, Augustus Waters died eight days after his pre-funeral. Because, like, that sentence hit me like a truck. Like, <laughs> I literally started crying because of that one sentence. And it was just, like, a lot. Like, there's literally so much, like, emotional power behind just that sentence. And it is insane. You had a lot of sentences in books. Like, 
there's been a lot of like sentences that just like a lot in John Green books too. Doesn't and doesn't it come right after his pre-funeral? Yeah. Like the pre-funeral ends and then you don't get anything that happens. Yeah, the it's, just, yeah it's just that he dies yeah. and it's like yeah, it's, it's just like Augustus dies eight days after his pre-funeral and that's just like oof. I really like the pre-funeral scene. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just like that idea of somebody getting to hear or what's the the sit phrase is like you give their you give them their flowers while they're here like I just really like that mm-hmm. idea and that saying of he got to hear his two friends talk about why they cared about him I thought it was really powerful and uh-huh. they're in the literal heart of Jesus I believe and um I don't, I'm not going to say anything like about any of the characters, but in Looking for Alaska, he also did the thing where he talked, like he did a sentence. Mm-hmm. That also, same emotions, just like, okay. yeah, tears. Gigi, what about you? Oh, I have two, I'm picking. Do the one that's already on the thing, because I it's have easy. One. Okay, okay. Um... My favorite quote is the I'm a grenade, and at some point I'm going to blow up, and I'd like to minimize the casualties, okay? Because, I don't know, I liked that scene because it wasn't with Augustus or anything. It was with her parents, and, like, how her dad responded was, hmm. <laughs> but I really loved it. What's your like, quote, Mr. Vick? Wait, wait, I have the quote oh, where he responds. Oh, oh okay. Oh, I'm trying to. She says, I'm like a grenade mom. And that's not the full quote, but what her dad says, like, you are not a grenade, Hazel, not to us. Thinking about you dying makes us sad, but you're not a grenade. You're amazing. You can't know, sweetie, because you've never had a baby become a brilliant young reader with a side interest in horrible television shows. But the joy you bring us is so much greater than the sadness we feel about your illness. And I feel like he handled it so well, and her dad is so great. And that scene was just so emotional Mm -hmm. and lovely. No, no. What, what's your favorite quote? <laughs> I I'm, I'm gonna be kind of corny because I think I'm gonna choose the last quote of the book where I really like the note that Gus wrote to Peter Van Houten and as Hazel's reading it and you get the you don't get to choose if you get hurt in this world, old man, but you do have some saying who hurts you. I like my choices. I hope she likes hers. That one. That was the one that got me towards the end where I was that was I was like blowing my nose with the pages of the book because it was so bad. <laughs> I, I really like that idea of if no matter how long you go through life, you're eventually going to be hurt. And so if you get to choose the people who are going to hurt you and you're like, I'm cool with that person yeah. as being the one who hurt me. I think that one's that one's okay. And I like that idea of just there's a lot of emotions and it's better to experience as many as you can than just to be happy all the time. And I, I like that aspect of that quote. Yeah. The next segment is going to be hashtag relatable, and it's going to be talking about how we relate to the text. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Okay. Kalea, why don't you start? Okay, I forgot her name, but, like, Hazel has a friend that she goes to the mall with. What's your name? Caitlin. Caitlin. And, like, she talks to her about outfits and stuff. I relate to that a lot, because usually I, like, text my, like, I have, like, this one cousin where I just, like, blow her phone up with outfits that I want to wear but I'm indecisive about. So, like, that's, like, she's the biggest mood. <laughs> <laughs> Gigi, what do you got? I couldn't think of anything, because I haven't read that book until sixth grade. Yeah, I haven't. Or since sixth grade. Yeah, for a while. Okay, but I couldn't think of anything. Well, I wasn't degrading you. <laughs> I don't have to 
Mr. Jigsaw, how are you really? My, mine, my relatable is actually probably a little, it's a little heavy, just in the sense that, so in 2000, 2010, my best friend actually had the exact same cancer that Gus had, and he got his leg amputated from the knee. And then in 2012, my friend passed away because that cancer spread to the rest of his body. And so I read this book in 2013, and it was just really, really awesome to like read it and be like, oh, I could relate to the exact experience of like watching someone you care about go through that and go through all the different steps of like, yeah, this part was like, they were okay at this part. And then all of a sudden this is when they're not okay. And then this is where things get really, really bad. And then I like the part where they talk about Carolyn Mathers or the, the one that Gus dated and Gus is like, yeah, it's not, wasn't all like hunky-dory like they fought to the end like she sucked and she was a huge jerk and no one really liked her and that was kind of like the way that it was with my best friend at the end by the end i was like yo dude you were a jerk man but like he was dying and i totally didn't really connect to that i was like man why are you so mean to everybody but then as i was going through and like reading this book it was just very therapeutic to be like oh i i can relate to all of this and same time around in 2012, about six months after he died of cancer, I actually got diagnosed with melanoma, which I am fine now, but I had cancer like six months after he died of cancer. So just going through this whole world of reading this, I thought it was very much like how I experienced it. Like it sucks, but there's really funny parts. Yeah. And then there's parts that are like really, really awful. But then there's other parts that are like normal, but the normal is not normal because it's cancer normal. Yeah. And so that this book, I probably cried for like the last 175 pages of <laughs> this book and just like was knocking them out. But it was really good. And I actually shared it with my, my best friend's mom. And I was like, you should read this. And she liked it. So I thought that part was really, really Therape like I said, therapeutic and mm -hmm. cathartic for me of just reading it being like, okay. Like I said earlier, it's nice to know that somebody else had a similar experience about a crappy mm -hmm. event because you're like, I'm not the only person who has gone through this crappy thing. So yeah. that is my very heavy hashtag relatable well, my, to this book. Mine is not heavy, but um, just like, you know how her mom was like, I'm not going to be a mom anymore. And then after that, she like, picked herself up and like was like oh I'm gonna be a therapist or whatever for people who've gone through this I believe that my brother's girlfriend and they've been dating for a long time and they're like practically married as everyone jokes um but I I think she's gonna go she's in college but I think she's getting like a psychology thing and I think she's gonna be a therapist and I feel like that has to do with my story and my and everyone in my household, uh, really, because we've all been through this terrible tragedy with our parents. And then after that, we go to this home that we don't know. We like go to this place where we like don't know any of the people. And then from there, you just build a family out of nothing because you don't know anyone. Of course, you may have like your sister or something. But then after that, you're like, I don't know you. Like, how am I supposed to trust you? Or how am I supposed to like, call, like, how are you supposed to be my mom? Mm -hmm. And then I feel like she's doing that partly because of like that story and just because she wants to help people who've gone through this because she sees how much we struggle. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like that's like cool. 
And so you're saying that her, her seeing the situation, the struggles going on in your family has made her be like, that's what I want to go do. Yeah, like, I'm that's around what... this and I want to help this. Yeah, and I feel like anytime that any of us are having a bad day, she's the one that goes and like pulls it. And then my mom's even like, you know what? If you ever get a therapist, we're signing you up to go to her. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, what do you give the what do you, would you give the book? Um, eight point five. I feel like overall the book was really good. I just like. Go ahead. The ending. I feel like wasn't the greatest. I it feel like it like satisfy me personally. Yeah, it didn't like give me the satisfaction of like this book like fulfilled my hopes. Like it was beautifully written and it was great overall, but I feel like the pre-funeral was good, but what if they had like a different adventure? Okay. And what if they did this adventure to then go to rest mm-hmm. and like kick the bucket and say, I'm done. And I feel like that pre-funeral was kind of that, but I feel like it could have been more. So overall I say like, yeah, an 8.5 was 7. Like, overall, the book was great, but just that ending kind of like. And you guys wanted a more romantic, adventurous. Yeah, I feel like that's like the drug dealer thing would have been cool. Yeah. Like, I would have read that. Fault in Our Stars. Deep, Deep dive. dive. Oh, jinx. I'm that together. <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird. Uh, thank everybody for listening, and we're going to think the next one we're going to do is going to be another 10 out of 10 re- would recommend yes. podcast. Is that the Perks of Being a Wallflower? Oh, no. You guys are, no? are going to do Perks we'll do of Being a Wallflower in a couple weeks. So in a couple weeks? All right. If you want to join them on their Perks of Being a Wallflower deep dive, you can read that. Or we'll be back next time and we'll have some more books to recommend to you. Bye-bye. Bye. You go anywhere you look, you can find me on the low with my nose in a book. Turning through the pages, reading through the script, about to hit a million words. Yeah, it's lit, 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 lit. Said it's lit, 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 lit. Yeah, it's lit, 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 lit. Hey, Round Middle School, we'd like to remind you to follow our social media accounts so that you and your peoples can keep up to date with what's happening at Wilbur D. Round Middle School. (laughs) Sometimes we go live from our Facebook page broadcasting musical concerts or after-school basketball games. We might post stories from field trips and dances to our, our Instagram page. We interact with our favorite authors and educators on Twitter, and every episode of the Shamrock News and all other videos that we make get posted to our school's YouTube page. So be sure to follow at RMS underscore Shamrocks on Twitter and Instagram, or at RowMS on Facebook. To see our videos, head to youtube.com slash RowTechnology. From everything to upcoming events and snow days to school-wide reading challenges and sports highlights, we've got you covered.